Welcome to Becoming Your Greatest Possible Self. I am Chris Burns, America's number one motivational speaker for fiery inspiration and GPS coach for entrepreneurs and high achievers. Each episode, we interview leaders and great role models who make a massive impact in the world to help you master yourself, take courageous action, and make every day your best day ever. Ladies and gentlemen, Cambria is about to rock your world. This woman is a powerhouse, and we're going to be talking about getting off that hamster wheel. I don't know about you, but I felt on, I've been on one too many hamster wheels in my freaking life, and I'll probably get on some more just for fun. Uh, but I don't want to be on them, so Cambria is going to teach us how to get off the hamster wheel, step into the joy, step into the alignment. So stick around. We're going to be diving in just a sec. Before that, I want to talk to you because you're becoming your greatest possible self. How do I know? Because you are here and now with us today. So I acknowledge you. Proud of you for showing up. Keep taking one step at a time. Not on the hamster wheel, off the hamster wheel. <laughs> and uh, I also want to share about an amazing event that's coming up, Meant for More, and it is happening April 24th, 25th, and 26th in Las Vegas. Now, my girlfriend, Petia Kolibova, is hosting it. It's going to be so freaking awesome. Three days of transformation and uh, having you grow specifically it's for the women sorry guys it's a women's only event except for me because i'm the significant other so i get to show up and be the mc and speak and all kinds of cool stuff so uh definitely for you the women out there who are committed to being around other women on purpose other empowering women other people who are up to big things definitely get your butt to meant for more go to meantformore.live to be able to get those tickets and uh, i'll see you there in april it'll be a lot of fun again that's meantformore.live that's f-o-r and meant f-o-r more.live. Check it out. I'm going to share the iTunes review of the week right now, and it is J Inspiration. I think that is the very first time today I said J Inspiration, not Inspiration J. I said it backwards all day long, and then I, you know, J Inspiration says the greatest possible podcast. Chris is committed to being his best, his guests being their best, and his audience being inspired to take action to transform their lives. Thank you, Jay Inspiration, for that review. If you want a chance to get shouted out on a future 12-hour live stream, go to beergps.com forward slash iTunes or search Greatest Possible Self on the Apple Podcast Store. Subscribe while you're there. Get all the latest episodes and updates. I deliver freaking massive value. People like Cambria, who's about to come on and rock yo world, deliver massive value. We have amazing guests on all the time. So uh, subscribe, stay tuned, and while you're there, leave a review, let us know what you love, what you want to see more of, and how we can improve the show for you. Thank you in advance for doing that. I appreciate you. I'm going to introduce Cambria in just a sec. Before that, grab a piece of paper, grab a pen, be ready to take notes. We are going to dive into some fire in this interview. So stick around all the way through to the end because one idea that this woman is going to bring to the table is going to open up a brand new perspective or maybe even something you've heard before, but you hear it in a different, unique, new way or maybe you're just ready to hear it now, could be the thing that really makes everything different for you, transforms your life. So stick around. We are going to dive in. Let's introduce her, and then we'll bring her on. Cambria is a life coach, which translated into English means a great listener, your biggest cheerleader, and an accomplice in you having everything you desire to live a fulfilled life. She has a proven track record using the law of attraction, time-tested personal development techniques, abundance principles, and a whole mountain of love, humor, and care. She holds multiple coaching certifications, is a best-selling author, and is the operations director for a personal development academy. In her off time, she is a wife and also a mom to two wild and wonderful boys. She has scaled mountains, flown airplanes, sailed ships, opened and operated, <laughs> operated was the word, operated cranes, and dove to great depths for pleasure and science. She is clear that you have all of your own answers, and coupled with her keen intuition, her skill at asking you poignant questions, and a tool bag full of practical techniques, you can make the shifts now that put the reins of life back into your hands. What a freaking powerful intro. Cambria, are you ready to bring it, girl? Heck yeah! <laughs> <laughs> we are live on Become Your Greatest Possible Self. Thank you so much for being here. We're going to dive in. Just have a blast. I love the love behind you, by the way. I've been, I, oh, it's like thank you. One of my favorite freaking words. 
<laughs> so let's dive you in. Cambria. Love, man. That, that's right. It's everything. Everything is love. It, we, we come from love. So let's dive in. You are meant for more, Cambria. What does that mean for you? I love this. I love that. I've been tuning in all day and I love that you've asked this question. It's so cool. What it means for me is um, it really, every time you get, you think you get to the top of the mountain, you're just at a peak, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, it, to me, that means the journey. Like we're, we're on this journey of growth. We're on this journey of love. We're on this journey of journeying. And, and every time you get to where you think you've got it, like there's so much more. And that's yeah. what that means. Oh yeah. Like I love it. And just, it's all yours. It's, it's just like deeper and deeper. The, the, um, it's like, um, in a good way, like never having made it, right? You never make it. You never, you never say, okay, there's no more, nowhere else to go. There's nowhere else to climb. There's nowhere else to adventure, to explore, to experience. Like there's mm-hmm. always another adventure. And how amazing is that feeling that, that like possibilities that are always available for us. It's beautiful. It's abundance. Yeah, it's possibility. I love, it. Mm-hmm. I love it. Cambria, 100% spot on. Let's dive into how you are serving your clients today. I mentioned it a bit in your intro, but in your own words, tell us what you stand for and what your clients come to you for. Yeah, so this kind of hamster wheel principle, right? I think what happens with people, a lot of times women, I serve a lot of women who are really driven and like moving and shaking in their world and they're just going and going and then they look up one day and they're like, whoa, I'm on a wheel and how did I get here and how do I get off? And like, what about my dreams? And what about the kids? And, you know, so it's just becomes this, even in entrepreneurs, they get in this grind and grind and grind and they look up and they're like, I've been so busy. Yep. Right. And so what I do is really ask the questions and just get them realigned back with bringing more joy, like mm-hmm. bring the love, bring the joy and, and come to whatever they've got going on in their life, whatever problems or situations and just like let's bring some love let's bring some creativity let's bring some laughter for crying out loud and get this mm. thing done <laughs> man let i swear if more people had fun we would live in such a brighter more illuminated just enjoyable world it would it would be so much so much more awesome <laughs> and that's what you're creating that's that's what you are are bringing to your clients so i love it cambria i love joy i love that that's like such a big value for you because it's one of my core values like i have three for me it's joy love and growth so it's no wonder why we resonate so well <laughs> it's like it is totally clear with with me um let's go back into your journey now because yeah. I'm sure you weren't always this powerhouse coach and a leader and impacting these women's lives to, to create their reality. Tell us about your journey to getting to the place where you created your own extraordinary life. Like, what was that like for you? Yeah, so it's funny because when I was in my coaching journey in the beginning, I didn't have these big, like, trauma dramas that mm. I was like, oh, I don't have this, like, massive thing I overcame, you know, that I, and it was, it was a weird feeling to, to feel like I needed that, right? Mm. And I've had my own challenges. Sure. I've had plenty of challenges. So, you know, I grew up in, in, a, in a wonderful, loving, supportive family. I could do anything you know, my dad taught me tools. He taught me to surf. He taught me all these amazing things. He believed in me. My mom did too. Mm-hmm. And, and so, you know, I just sort of was always joyful and exuberance because I had the space for that in my life. Yep. And I had friends who had really hard situations. I mean, there is suicide. There was, you know, all kinds of awful things happening to the children that were near me. Mm-hmm. So that was sort of on the periphery always. And then I got along in my, um, in college, I, had a lot of fun in college and made some, you know, not so great choices sometimes. Fun. <laughs> it <But>, was fun. <laughs> and, and the thing about that is that I just, I've always maintained connections yeah. with people. Yeah. And that's been kind of the guiding post of everything I've done is that I've had these amazing people in my life and I've been able to build and maintain those relationships and even bring those hubs. I call it getting my hubs together. You know, my high school girls, my college friends, all this and, and connecting people in that way. And so as I went along, you know, I started, I just, you know what, I started doing law of attraction and I didn't even know it. I called it following your happiness. And I just, after college went to New Zealand, after New Zealand hopped on a tall ship and sailed for 10 months because it just followed my happy. And I was like, wow, this, there's something to this. Right. 
And so that was my journey was actually joy. And then falling out of that, forgetting who I was Mm. is probably the biggest turning point for me because I was just like, I can do anything. Look at me. I'm on a sailboat. Look at me. I'm swimming with whales. Look at me. I'm climbing a coconut tree. Look at me. I got an amazing job at the Scripps Institution of Oceanography, like a sought after amazing globe trotting job. And then I got in a relationship and then I forgot who I was. I started believing other things. I started, um, you know, shrinking myself, shrinking my family, shrinking what I stood for. And, and, and after a while, it just didn't work anymore. I was so far away from who I truly was and things imploded in a massive way. And that's when I really turned to personal development and went to a three-day class and, and that totally shifted the trajectory of my life. And I realized when I started having children and left that seagoing job, I love it when people light up. I love it when I light up and I want to be around this and I want to facilitate this and I want to use my natural ability to connect with people and leverage my love of relationships to just get all these bulbs moving and sparking so we can do some good in the world. Wow. I, I, That's my journey. I so appreciate that what you said, the way you worded it, I love seeing people light up because that's like, it's so powerful. It's so, so crystal clear who you are and what you stand for. And I feel it. I feel you embodying mm-hmm. it. I feel the moments of those light bulbs happening, people having breakthroughs, people transforming, yeah. people like stepping into their, their power, their, their love, their joy, their enjoyment of life. Um, I just mm-hmm. really feel it come through you when you say it. It's, it's super beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, it is, it is awesome. So I love it. And um, so you went on this coaching journey because you, you love the connection. Um, you were practicing law of attraction. When did it start to become, so you, you had the implosion and you went to the three-day transformational. Um, when did you say, I want to be a stand for this? Not not when, but like, what was it that made it, made that um, transition for you to like really start serving people with coaching? Yeah, so I think when I started having children and I stopped going to see, I sort of had this little like, who who am I? Because it's not I'm not my career anymore, and I'm an out of work crane driver, (laughs) shipboard crane driver. You know, like there's not a lot of those opportunities on land with small babies. So, (laughs) so I just sort of, um, you know, my husband and I came together and we wrote a ten year vision for our life, and we just said, what is it that we want to create here, and and I realized that I did love the orchestration of everything that I did on the ship. I loved the, okay, this is something that we're going to tackle. We're all in this together. And like, we're going to move to this place. And how do I parlay that? And like I said, I've been volunteering with this per, this personal professional development organization. And I just realized I love being in that room. I love mm. being in that room. And I love when people get how freaking great they are you know just like how amazing they are and how much more they can do and how people see them you know this is that's meant for more right people are always seeing us greater than we're seeing ourselves and so I just and I realized that 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 was just something that I wanted to be a part of and and you know what Chris I was looking at okay now I have kids do I go fight Monsanto and I used to live in the redwoods do I go fight for the salmon do I what do I, there's all these things I can do and I realized that if I can get you and you're really passionate about Monsanto and you go, go. You you care about the salmon, go. And if I can get, like I said, all those lights, if I can get this, I'm creating that ripple. And all I got to do is remind you how amazing you are. <laughs> right. And that's that's what's most fulfilling for you too. Because like, mm-hmm. like you said, you could go fight all these like battles and be a stand for these causes. And what lights you up the most is like, seeing all the different lights come on, seeing your, your coaching abilities and skills and transformational conversations that people walk out like completely different, right? Uh, from when they walked into that conversation, like that is the joy and what can happen in such a sh- short amount of time, right? With, with a conversation right. to shift someone's perspective, that is such a valuable skill. And then to be able to deliver that in coaching is freaking awesome. So I, I love it. I love, I love what I'm hearing. I want to talk about this hamster wheel principle, Cambria. Um, why are you why are you a stand for people to get off the hamster wheel? 
Well, you know, I mean, I've been there. I think we all have been there. And um, just sort of realizing, you know, I mean, I'm an out of work at sea crane driver, like, my life is over. No, it's not. (laughs) (laughs) You know, so why I take a stand for that is because I just I felt that busy, busy, busy. And being a mom has really changed my perspective on love, on connectedness, on legacy. Yeah. Right. And so I think I heard someone talking on your show maybe earlier or something, and and this question comes up, you know, somebody has a near-death experience or somebody, something massive happens to their health or a loved one, and then those are the times when we're like, life is so precious, and we just dial in, right? But life is always precious, but when we're running, running, running on this wheel, and you're not present to that gift, then, then we're missing it, and there's just so much, time is so precious, time is so, so precious, and it's, and so I really do, I mean, I just love people. I love connection. And I and and there's a selfish reason. I want my kids to be in a world where people actually talk to each other and like each other and they're helping each other, and which most people do. And if I can be a part of that and take a stand for that for them, you know, then then yeah, heck yeah, man, I'm doing it. And Thank so so and it's interesting. I looked at this um this hamsters, right? I start when I started this came to me. Hamsters in nature, they run like five miles a day. Dang. Those little things. Dang. <laughs> they're running, 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 right? Wow. So they're looking for food. They're hiding. They're plotting. They're sorting. They're catching. They're eating. And then they're resting. Mm-hmm. But then you put them into a cage and they have this need to run. Okay, so let's give them a little wheel. But they just go, 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 go. And there's no stop. There's no eat. There's no rest. There's no plot. There's no plan. They're out of their element. They're out of nature. And I feel like when we are on this go, go, go path that we're on, we're not in our natural element. We're not who we're meant to be. And so really taking a stand for that and reminding people like there's more. Go put your feet in the grass, you know? Yeah. And I I hear the stand for people to get off the hamster wheel is is also getting reconnected with what lights you up, right? Because yeah. if you feel lit up, life is not a hamster wheel. You're not on a hamster wheel. You are, you are like dancing and flowing and singing and jumping up and down and hugging and getting grounded and rolling around on the grass or whatever it is, right? These are all yeah. know, metaphors and literally. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. It's all of it, all right? All of that. <laughs> yes, yes. And I, I feel like when people are connected with themselves and, and their joy and what makes them happy and they are, are empowered in that, then anything's possible. You know, like we can live in, a, in this, this world where there's no problem that's too big for us to solve. Like we can really come together and create that, that harmony and that synergy and that collective humanity consciousness evolving to the next level. So I really I see the, the legacy commitment the stand for legacy mm-hmm. for you in that knowing that when you light up people they go light up people around them and we transform the world yep and it can be that easy yeah. <laughs> but like you said it really is that being connected with self and when when you're when you know what you stand for and you're grounded and you're moving through time and space in in this really com- just confident complete way i would say yeah. then then you have space to go out in the world and do good work and be good people. I mean, not that you're not good people and not doing good work, but you know, I mean, it, it just frees up more of your capacity, capacity. to do that and to see yeah. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, was, I was thinking that exact same word is like our capacity to go, um, to be, to be with people like the, the size of the, the issue, right. That we can get be, be derailed by if we have a small capacity if we are not in our power is minuscule you know someone cuts us off in traffic and we're like f you you know and just totally derailed right so so not connected with our capacity of who we truly are right like our souls are like redonkulous how powerful we are um but i know that you work with especially leaders and people who are out to make big impacts in the world so tell us a little bit more about like what what do you do to really connect people and reconnect people with that capacity, with that expansiveness, with that um, that that light, that sense of of aliveness? Yeah. So the first thing you know is is really 
I love to play with curiosity. That's my favorite concept that I always bring in. And I tell my, <laughs> I tell my clients, I'm like, okay, we're going to have all detective hats and we're going to just look in from the outside, right? This yeah. isn't you looking at you. This is our little detective being. <laughs> so, <laughs> and I, and just bringing this playfulness into it, right? And so let's get curious. Yep. Why are you frustrated? Why are you happy? Why are you content? Like start questioning. Why? Why do you do the things you do? You know, and I think in this day, especially with entrepreneurs, in this day of like creating habits and being consistent. And so you do a habit, but after a while, why did you start that habit in the first place? And have you accomplished that goal? And are you now just doing a habit or are you still working on that thing? And can you up-level it? Or is it time to do something new? Can you can you give us a specific example of what a habit might look like that is done to get somewhere, but then someone gets disconnected from the reason why that they started the habit in the first place? Yeah, sure. So there might be like like a health goal. I see it with women where they get, um, you know, they want to get fit or get into an ideal body or get in shape. So they start working out and they start down this. I'm going to the gym every morning, four days a week, and that's what I'm doing. And that's what they do. And that's what they do. And that's what they do. And they might not see the results that they want, or they might, they might be in ideal shape and now they can climb the mountain. So now they're going to the gym instead of climbing the mountain with their family. And they wanted to be in ideal shape so they could be connected to their family so that they could go out and do all of these things. But now it's like, no, this is mommy's time, or this is, you know, this is the thing I do. Yep. But you did it to be in good health so you could be vibrant for these people that you love. So, so it's just good to kind of have a little check-in every three months or every however long. And another thing with entrepreneurs is that they, especially when they're building their businesses, they're, you know, the butcher, the baker and the candlestick maker, right? You have your hands on every part of your business. Mm -hmm. And then when it comes time to bring somebody on, Mm -hmm. you hand it to them sort of, but you still kind of keep your (laughs) hand on it. I'm going to go over here. I'm going to work on projects over here. You can have it, but I'm going to just check. And make sure you're doing it the way I want you to, right? And so there's this trust and this, you know, I'm building this business so I can have freedom. And now I have these people that are going to help me be free, but I'm still not free because I haven't shifted. I haven't adjusted that mindset. Wow. Wow. I, I love what you said there, especially around the um, fitness. And when you were talking, I was like, oh my gosh, in business, we do that too. We say, hey, we'll go like build something to give our family a certain type of lifestyle or freedom or whatever it might be, like whatever it is. Um, but when we sacrifice or give up on the reason why we started, then that's when we're on the hamster wheel. And that's when it's wow. like, is the behavior fulfilling? Is it creating more joy? Is it creating more love? Is it creating more connection? Is it creating more family time? If that's an important value for you, if not, then we really get to reevaluate that. And I love, love you said like every, every month, every quarter something like that really just takes some reflective time to get curious about, Hey, what's going on in our life? Like what, what, what did I do over the last quarter of the last month? Probably I like quarterly for it. So I'll say you know, over the last 90 days, what did I accomplish? Mm-hmm. What did I not accomplish? What, what did I give up? to be able to, you know, try to achieve certain goals. And did that, did that suit me? Did that serve me? Do do I feel like I'm still in a deficit of not being where I want to be and still making, you know, justifications of why I can't go fulfill that original value that I wanted and, you know, spend time Mm -hmm. with my girlfriend because I'm so committed to building my business, right? Personally for me. Um, So it's like, I know that's so important for us is that connection quality time and, the business will always have more work to be done, but the question is, what what is the value and how am I fulfilling that now so that I feel recharged and rejuvenated and alive? Right. Yeah. And so emotions, you know, I do have a heavy law of attraction background and, and there's a lot of this mindset talk, mindset, mindset, mindset. So yeah, it's good to adjust how you're thinking, but your emotions are going to be your first indicator. Mm. So like I said, when you get frustrated, someone, you get irritated with that guy on the highway like what is that about what's that about and so questioning your emotions and not just questioning giving quiet time to whisper the answer because the big important answers are kind of whispered (laughs) they come in whispers you know spirit speaks in whispers so there's a quote i love it's prayer is us talking to god 
and meditation is us listening, right? So, and God, universe, flying spaghetti monster, whatever that means to you. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's just, if you're asking a big, important question about yourself and about how you operate and about how you want to be, mm. give yourself the time to listen mm. for the answer. And, and that can look a lot of different ways. Some people might want to go listen at the beach. Some people want, want to listen in nature anywhere, wherever that is. You might want to listen, you know, on a treadmill, just in silence yeah. and like doing something or walking around the, the block or whatever is your thing. Um, crocheting, whatever it is, right? <laughs> find find that place of stillness. And it could be physical stillness or it could be, you know, be ability to get your mind into a place of receptivity and openness because you're mm-hmm. um, distracted with something physical, mundane that doesn't take thinking. So it opens yourself up to like do that listening or that thinking. But I think the physical stillness is probably the best. Yeah. And it's just even just having, you know, turning your phone off at 7 p.m., mm. put it in a box. Yeah. Put it in a box and just, and you'll be amazed what opens up for you. Another, another amazing way to get off the hamster wheel is just to be present just to be present with the people around you. And it's interesting because when I was thinking about, you know, this component of it today and talk about getting still, I gave myself the afternoon to just kind of not be in a work mode, just to be the best I could be for this tonight. And this angel comes to my door with an Amnesty International badge and wants to talk to me about refugees in Syria. And I'm like, I saw him come through the door and I had that like, oh, you know, I was about to pick up the kids and I'm like, oh, I'm going to want to talk to this guy. And, and I and then I was like, you know what? If I'm sitting here in thinking about talking to people about being present, like, mm. do it, girl. Mm. And I went out and had the most, <laughs> the man was a gift, mm. an angel and a beautiful, beautiful person. And I would have missed that had I not decided to be mm. present. And even in that conversation, being aware that I need to go pick up my kids. So I'm going to be present. He started talking after a while. I just looked at him and said, I'm going to support you. you. Thank you for being willing to share all of these things. I'm going to support you. I don't have time to listen to all of this. And you're a lovely person. And I get that. And I see your passion. And I just honored him for his passion without having to have him demonstrate it because I could see it. So being present to the people in your life. And the people, your clients or anybody, really, mm. there's, just, there's just so much that opens up in that. And I wouldn't have had that experience had I not ma- made a choice to be present, made a choice to leave my phone behind, made a choice to be my best today. So let's say, Cambria, this is beautiful. I love that you, love you shared that. Let's mm-hmm. say someone wants to get off the hamster wheel. They want to be present. Um, mm-hmm. Like what? How how do they just be present? How do they be present? That's one part. And then like, what are the benefits of being present, especially law of attraction? Like what, what can we attract? What can we create when we are present? Mm-hmm. Great question. So how do we be present? It's so interesting because that comes with that meditation thing, right? Like being quiet and just, So I think the first thing is really like eye contact. Like it's so, it seems so silly, but just, and, and and even just a a notice of like how quick your thoughts stray and it's okay that they stray, just bring it back, Mm. you know, look, swell, Chris is, you know, and just like really get into that person. Oh my gosh, you're in red, white, and blue. We had an election yesterday. Like you're, you're doing some election vibes maybe. (laughs) Like, I don't know, like I want to know more about you. And I just, and listening to their words without answering (laughs) before the question is asked that's a huge one you know and I work with it with my kids all the time we're we're formulating answers especially women because that's how we connect like (laughs) we just like I see you I see you I see you and we interrupt (laughs) (laughs) that's how we feel connected right but really honoring that person and and how that works from a law of attraction perspective is if I honor you and give you my full attention mm. well then i'm honoring me and giving myself my full attention right so this is this is bringing if i'm able to give that to you then i'm able to give it to me yep and vice versa so that's the that's the a, attraction part is that mm. we're able to give and receive on that same frequency of honor and curiosity and yeah. understanding and connection I love, I love you said their honor. I, I really feel like 
you're worth it, right? I'm, I'm going to listen to you because you're worth it. And when we feel this feeling of you're worth it, we're like abundantly, you are worth it. I care. Uh, I'm going to be paying attention to you. Then we also receive that back in our in ourselves. Other people, of course, can can bring that into our life and be an example of that and have us feel that way. But also, I think the um, and also the, I think the looking at ourselves and saying, Chris, you're worth it. Like Cambria, looking in the mirror, Cambria, you're worth it. You know, for everyone who's mm-hmm. listening or tuning in right now, like you're worth it. And when you're present with someone else, instead of trying to be like distracted and doing a million things, it's like this moment is worth it. So. Mm-hmm cherish it you know it's like how do you show up in the moment whatever comes at you are you distracted always trying to get to the next thing i have been one of the most um like fast eaters like it's not like like pigging out fast but i'm just like always chewing in a meal and i'm like chris slow down there's no rush there's nowhere to get to you know in my family there was a lot of um we were, we were watching tv and kind of just eating dinner because it was the the thing to do to get to the next thing right and so i would i would have the opportunity now to slow down and savor those bites and really be present because it's it's so important to get off that hamster wheel to like stop being just caught up in the day-to-day things be present and this is that questioning i was talking about why do i even eat fast why do i even do that Dang. why am i doing that and and it's just so and it's just it's playful so another thing that i that i operate under is just play like and that that'll hop you off the wheel i mean it seems silly because the hamsters are playing but (laughs) dude watch some youtube hamster wheel thing they like fight to get on that wheel they all want to be on it (laughs) and they're they're hauling butt too they're like going so fast they're like hamster competition they're all (laughs) flicking each other off and you know (laughs) but being playful like you know like why am i eating fast and and Mm. and how can i do this different and and that questioning is really um it's so so important it's Mm. so so important but play is is one of these things that that can shake it up like sometimes in the morning when my kids are just i'm like oh oh Ooh, all my stuff, you know, I'm like talking about mindset stuff. And I, and when I, when I can remember it, I think about how can I be goofier than them? Wow. Like, how can I just be goofy? And like, and I just, I'll put on some funky music and I'll dance and they'll be like, this lady. So I think to be more specific, one of the things I love to play with is create a list of funk fixers. Like mm. just come up with a list of six to nine, 10 things that you can do. Some things just in your own head, you know, some internal things and then some external things like that, like dancing, singing, you know, my kids school, they, they sing them through transitions. When they move from one activity to the next, they sing. And it's just a great way to just shift your energy and shake it up. We're doing something new now, you know, so let's go up here now, you know, and you just do something new. So, so this list of funk fixers, if you really just make a list of, so when you're in, in a, in a place where you're just frustrated or stuck, or, you know, you're on that wheel, you're like, uh, you've got to do something to get your frequency higher yes. so that you can look at that thing and come up with a solution. Cause you can't do the solution or it's not likely, I should say that you're going to get the solution to that situation at that vibration. So you've got to get up higher and that's a lot of attraction and stuff too. Right. Mm. But you got to come up above it. So if you get this list of funk fixers and you just stick it up on your car mirror, stick it up in your window it can be that simple and just play and be silly and be light and get yourself higher than the situation so that you can handle it i love this camera i want to i want to dive into this even more because i think the responsibility to take responsibility and be 100 percent at cause of our state our emotions things like that it's been a really tough journey for me like i mm-hmm. i have like wanted someone or some external thing to come and pick me up right when all mm-hmm. along i've had these these tools, right? These, these mm-hmm. internal ability as well as external dance, placing, whatever. And then I wasn't necessarily fully responsible for what I had already learned um, to implement it. And so I think just putting that sticky note on the mirror or on the uh, wherever fridge or whatever it might be, have something in our proximity, in our environment that we see, that we remind ourselves of, because it's it's easy to hear this and say, okay, yeah, cool. But like write these down for you listening or watching right now, like 
please, please write this down. It will make such a difference for you when you are feeling funky, when you are uh, in, in not a good way, right? Because there's a funky good and a funky disempowering. <laughs> so when you're not feeling good, when you're feeling down uh, and you want to feel a little bit more groovy, more funky, more goofy, more fun, then you can access this because you've already taken the time now while we're on this conversation and um, Cambria has given you the, these ideas and you pull out your phone and you write them down or you write it on your sticky note or whatever you have around you, write a, at least a couple down right now. Get started while we're still in this conversation, while we're still in this moment. Don't put off till tomorrow what you can do right freaking now. And I love how tactical, practical, applicable this is, Cambria, because fire. Yeah. It's so fire. Two others that I'll mention that are really, really amazing is um, one thing that got me through a lot of things is, you know, when we do get into that, like so hard on ourselves and we're pushing, 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 sometimes I have to stop and think, I don't know if I, I have the confidence to do this, or I'm not quite sure if I'm the person to do this or, you know, that's the journey. That's part of the journey. Yeah. Right. And so in those moments, I have to ask myself, what would my best friend say to me right now? What does she see in me? And that's a, that's one of your funk pictures you can write down. What would this person tell you right now? Mm. So put their name on that list. Have somebody call you and leave a message on your voicemail and just say, can you just call me and tell me how amazing you think I am? Because in the times when I don't believe it, I can dial that up and hear it. Right. And it could be it could even just be a pep talk before you go on stage or like it doesn't have to be this like the low load. But it, but but we hit those lows sometimes and that's real. And to have that on speed dial is so valuable, Mm -hmm. so valuable. And so those are two of the things you can add to your funk picture list. It's just the, the name of that person or your spouse or what your kid. Gosh, have your kids tell you. How amazing you are. It's so cool. Um, or a kid that you're in proximity to, you know, yeah. that, that's a cool thing. Um, so that those are, yeah, that, that it's a really practical thing just on your list. Do a cartwheel. Mm. I love, I love that you said kids mm. at the end there. Cause that, that energy is so pure, right? The cure, mm-hmm. the kids, like it's, it's so innocent. It's so pure. It's so mm-hmm. powerful. It's so just like light. It, that is light. Like kids are, are beings of light that have, um, you know, most most kids have, um, and as they grow into adults, get the light gets compressed and stuffed down, and they uh, don't have access to it as much. A lot of a lot of adults. Um, so kids still have that light in them, and our kids and the kids that we are surrounded by, we're totally fueling that light and be like, shine brighter, <laughs> you know, like you got this. Um, yeah. I think it's go it's, to a park and watch them play. Yes, yes. <laughs> It's, Go have your lunch at the park and watch the kids play. That's awesome. I I um yeah. I, I walked by a school um like two years ago or so. Is like you know uh, elementary school right by my house, and I was like, man, I'm just witnessing these kids just so at play, so just enjoying themselves, playing soccer. Some are on the monkey bar. Some are you know dancing, mm-hmm. talking to each other, whatever it might be, and just witnessing that was so powerful and being present with that and not needing to go anywhere, and not being in a rush, but just like let's witness this, this pure innocence and, and them shining their light and just being themselves and being goofy and having fun. It was, it was so powerful. It was amazing. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. And I think that thing that you were talking about, like that's been hard on your journey to kind of look at some of that stuff or accept responsibility for it or step into like, now that I'm owning this, what do I do with it? You know? And that's part of that hamster wheel, I think, is that we're we're constantly running to keep this appearance up because now we've realized something kind of yucky about ourselves and maybe other mm-hmm. people have noticed it before and now we'd like have to own it. And and remember that the hamsters run on that wheel because they're missing their true nature. Mm-hmm. Right? But when we come back to our true nature of love and compassion and joy, that stuff fades away because you can own love and compassion and joy and amazingness every bit as much as you can enjoy uh, or sorry, own the stuff you did. Mm-hmm. And you wouldn't be here asking these questions and on this journey had you not done any of that stuff. Yeah. So I hear so, yeah. re- remembering we are love. Like what is that source that we are made of? You know, God, source, universe, creator, flying spaghetti monster like remembering why we're here is is like a truth so to speak a stillness a place of presence that we can always come back to if we choose and and reconnect with that absolutely yeah and i mean and it's interesting because i spent so much time on 
a ship and doing science. I mean, that's my background. And I always have this like science brain about coachy things. I love it. <laughs> it's, I love it. It's, it's, it's a funny place to be in my head sometimes, but it really is. I mean, just even putting your hands on your heart and just feeling love, remembering love, thinking about the time you were the most loved. And there's actually electrical impulses. Your heart creates an electrical field that is outside of the electrical field that your body creates. So when you walk into a room, people feel your heart first. They feel your heart first. And our hearts, you know, when we connect with that love, it's it's amazing and it's good and it's good. And there's there's other stuff in there too, right? So one of the things about the hamster wheel is you've got to feel your feelings. Mm. Mm. That's part of presence because when you don't allow for those feelings to come through, you know, I'm embarrassed about that thing that I did in the past and now I'm having to look at it and really own it, you know? Mm. Feel it. Yeah. Feel yeah bad at yourself feel mad at that person feel it feel it feel it feel it let it come out because otherwise that stuff gets stuck in these places and that's why it it can't shine through as, as easily mm. right so let's get that out i mean there's all kinds of metaphysical disease stuff we could talk about and i'm sure plenty of guests on your show have talked about yeah. you know but it's that that's part of that hopping off the hamster wheel it's like oh nope here comes that emotion no 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 hop off honey feel it Feel it, because if you if if you don't feel it, it's gonna stick around. You've got to get to the other side of that thing, and it's it can be messy and it can be icky, and just make sure somebody's there holding your hand, and you're gonna be fine. Mm. You're gonna be fine. Mm. I was I was gonna ask like, how do we actively know if we're we're feeling something? How do we how do we seek it out? How do we seek out if we're blocked or you know if this mm -hmm. this hamster wheel is being driven by something underneath? How do we reconnect with that if it's you know if we've been disconnected yeah. from being aware of it? Get a coach. No. Yes. Yes. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Super easy. <laughs> That's the fast track. I, lo I love the fast track. <laughs> it's just. <laughs> It's this questioning, though, that we talked about, really. It's, you know, like, why am I running from this? Because you'll, if you pay attention, if you put on that detective hat and you hop out of, like, I'm Chris and I got to do this thing and I got to be this way, mm -hmm. and you ask that question, you give yourself space to ask that question. You're well-rested. You're well-fed. You know, you're nourished in, your, in all these places. And in the places you know you're not, then you just start asking those questions. Mm. Because you, you don't know your blocks. That's the whole point about blocks. They're, they're blind spots. You, however, you will know because the when you're out of alignment, um, you feel it. That's when there's frustration. That's when things can fire you off. That's when, you know, you just get to the end of your day and you're like, what happened? Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. I, had, I did have fun. I did have good conversations, but I just feel flat or I feel mm -hmm. exhausted or I feel whatever. And just like be able to to ask those questions. I have this thing I call the jetway effect. My husband loves it when we go on vacation because I'm running down the jetway. I'm like, hey, here you go. Yes. You know, like, and I'm funny and I'm really awesome to be around and I'm witty and I'm just like carefree. And it's like, why am I not like that more often? Mm. You know? And I had to ask myself that question when we first started traveling. He's like, I like this Cambria. And I'm like, this one's different. Uh. <laughs> And it, and it, I, I was, I was different. Wow. And so I had to come to that question and people will tell you, people will tell you if you give them permission mm -hmm. and you can zip it and ask. So you can ask the people around you, like, and there's a variety of ways you can ask them, like, what, what, what do I do that I'm not seeing? Like, what do you see that I do that I'm not seeing mm -hmm. where I could be more effective in my relationship with you or in my work or whatever, but but when you ask that question, you have to really just listen and not take offense and just know that this person, if you're giving them that sacred permission, that they're doing this for your highest good and listen. Mm. listen. Yeah. And also, I think it's so important to ask someone whose opinion you value versus just like any old friend. because. Oh, yeah. You know, <laughs> there's there's friends who can say, oh, you should be doing this, 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 this and this. And it's like, who are who are we taking counsel from? But especially when it's, yeah. you know, a significant other or business partner or clients or, you know, things like that, then really listening is super, super key. And ask yourself, 
ask yourself, like you said, there's this, you, you wanted the elevation to come from outside of you. Yeah. It's all in you. Yep. You know, I say hire a coach because we can see it and help you ask those questions of yourself. Mm-hmm. We're excellent at asking questions. That's all coaches do is ask inspired questions. Yep. <laughs> you know, like yep. we've got some tools, we've got some techniques, we've got some things that we, however, along the way, these questions have to come up because if if that system isn't working for someone, we have to figure out why, make it work, you know? Yep. And so, yeah, so I, but trust yourself enough. You have your answers. Mm-hmm. You have your answers. Just, Give yourself the space to ask them. You know, I, 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 the question that I've asked is, um, why am I pretending not to know about these tools, about these techniques, about these things mm-hmm. that I have? You know, it's like when you've when we've learned a lesson, when we've gone through certain experience, whatever. Like, what's the payoff? Like, why am I pretending that I don't know this yet? What that I haven't learned this? That I don't have this tool in my tool belt? And I think it, it, for me, it's given me like so much clarity around like. Like what is what am I what am I trying to do here? Like the why the curiosity, right? Bringing that that curiosity. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think there's there's so many different questions that we could ask ourselves to guide ourselves. Um, and also when we're in it, having that outside perspective. Yes, we can get curious and put that hat on, and we're still like on, in it. You know, we're still like, mm-hmm. but I'm I'm trying to see it from this perspective, but I'm still in it, still feeling it. Mm-hmm. So having that coach, like you said, like. I am such an advocate for that. And and especially um, the coach that, that will help you see things like that. And the coach who has the tools, who has the ability to help you reframe how you see life and to, to be curious about the questions, uh, be curious about the, how we see things is so powerful. Like coaching is one of the most powerful forces in the world. I a hundred percent believe that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you're not, you know, and some people just aren't in the position that, you know, that kid, with the Amnesty International door-to-door job doesn't have thousands of dollars to plunk down on a coach right now. Mm-hmm. You know, get a mentor. Yeah. If you want a good relationship, get around people who have an amazing relationship yeah. and, and ask them questions. Mm-hmm. Pay attention. Just be around that space. I think the gentleman you talked to first today, mm-hmm. he was talking, you guys were talking about how your friends had to evolve mm-hmm. when you went on your personal development journeys. You know, these things are going to change. And that, you know, that was part of that habit too. Like we hold on to people because they're just, they're our homies. We grew up with them, you know, and it doesn't mean they're not great people. And it doesn't mean that they're not people that you love and care about. It just means that you're in a different place and, and, and you, and you've got to create space for what you really, really want. Yeah. It doesn't mean you don't love them. It just means that things change and, and how can, how can you have them and what you want, you know, or maybe you did actually outgrow them. Hmm. Do you think that there might be some kind of block around people having this and that? Is it is it a you know the or or world? I think oh yeah, that's, that's a big thing oh, for yeah. people. Oh yeah, there's a big either or. But no, I'm in the land of and man. Land like, of and. <laughs> <laughs> it's so much nicer. And why <laughs> you know so I nice. I had a client the other day and you know she's she's kind of re after having some kids she's putting some life back into her business and she's really on a roll and she's super excited and her husband's been doing this other thing and had some family and he's had some stuff going on and he's like i need you Mm. to come back home and 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 be here and and let's get our thing going and she's like but uh, but this thing and it was like well how can you do and can you go home and be there when he comes home and then go back and do your business, mm-hmm. you know, and then you both are honoring the need. This man's been out, you know, out fighting a good fight for his family and for all of these other things. And he needs you. You're his love and safety center. So let's let's just like honor that he needs that and that you are that for him. And and at the same time, be able to ask him to honor that you are finally breathing this life back into your business and you can see this light and that this is what you need too. So we don't need to sacrifice ourselves for other people. Mm. You don't. Mm. There's space for all of it. Wow. There really is. <laughs> I love I love you said space there because the the word I've thought about multiple times throughout this interview is that capacity that we talked about in the beginning, right? Like what is what is our capacity and how do we expand our capacity? How do I get how do we get reconnected with how freaking expansive our capacity can be? And is, you know, I think that's, that's such a, 
um, important part of the journey is getting curious and playful about like what could I create if I had a if I had a magic wand like how would I how would I want it to be mm-hmm. and sometimes it's a fun game to play is when you're up against something and you're like I don't know if I can do this then go back to a time when you didn't think you could do something else mm-hmm. and like and marinate in the glory of coming to the other side of that thing yeah. whether either you like whoo I did it you know like I really did it I really did it because you had that moment of like, oh, I did it, yes. you know? Yes. Or it didn't work and you learned a super valuable lesson, mm. right? But anytime you're on the brink of that, like, oh, I don't know if they'll like me, like go back to when you thought, hopefully it wasn't going to like you. And then remember, they really, really liked you and they're like your best friend now. And, you know, right? like, you can, we can use what we have again and inside. You have all these memories and you have all this access to evidence that yep. you're amazing yep. yep you have those tools like you said so so this this question of like how do we remember to do that right mm-hmm. and it's and it's it's that presence it's that slowing down feeling what you're feeling you're like i'm really confused about i don't know if i have i have this tool and i'm not using it and why am i need to and most people will just kind of stop there it's like no really like okay you trust yourselves You trust yourself because you have a back to tools, you know, so we can ask those little bit deeper questions. Why would I not use this tool if I have it? And not from a beat up place, from a just like curious place, like, because I don't, I, for somewhere deep inside, I don't believe it's going to work. I think I need more. Well, why do I think I need more? Well, because my parents told me you have to, education so important. Education is important. Education is important. You don't have, so, okay, I'll take another class and then maybe I'll learn more. And then I'll no, then I'll be ready. Class junkies, <laughs> and then I'll be ready. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love it. I I I feel like you know you're speaking to my soul that desire mm-hmm. to grow and be the best version of myself, greatest possible self. Right? It's like so mm-hmm. so beautiful, and also like questioning where does this come from? Where where is this drive coming from today? When I say greatest possible self, what does that mean? Does it feel good? Does it feel expansive? Does it feel empowering? Or does it feel like I have to? Does it feel like yeah. I should. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, good. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And if it feels like you should, then it, that's not bad. That's just, okay, well, now I got to ask another question. Why do I feel like I should? Well, because mm. I have been doing this, like running on like 8,000 miles an hour for five <laughs> days in a row. And I was what? <laughs> you know, go to sleep. <laughs> so the, some of these things seem so scary and we just like we're like, oh, what's the, why, are we, why are we doing this? Why am I doing this? Why am I doing this? I don't know. I don't know. I should just go do something else. Right. If you're not in your nature, your nature is to rest mm. and ask and recuperate and nourish and then go out on the hunt again yeah. and then go out and be playful again. Mm. If we have these cycles in our life and when we're run, go, 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 we're not in our true nature. And I think that's the biggest thing is just understanding how you're moving through through your day to day, through your week to week to week. You know, what is your rhythm? Because there's a rhythm in nature. There's a rhythm in season. That's our true nature. Our bodies have rhythms. And if we get far away from that, then we start doing all this weird stuff Mm -hmm. (laughs) to make it look like we're okay. Mm -hmm. And we're not. And manifesting disorder, chaos, dis-ease, things like that. Mm -hmm. Because we're away from that harmony and that place of love and centeredness and alignment. Mm -hmm. And I want to talk about that word harmony because you've said it a couple of times and it's one of my favorite words because I love that word. I'm so like you and I am like, (laughs) 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 because here's this thing that happens with women and working with women. Like we're like creating balance, right? Well, balance is tenuous. Like Mm. everything over here has to equal Mm. everything over here. And, and so we're in this constant, like, well, work and, but harmony is a bunch of different sounds all over the place coming together and making beautiful music, mm. right? So you can have what my kids are crazy, you know, like they're like, they're, woo, they're a lot. And then I have meditation, which is quiet. And then I have travel and then I have steady work and then I have a house. And then all of these things can intermingle and flow and make beautiful music together. It doesn't have to, that's that and question, right? It doesn't have to be, work and this have to be the same no there's a season there's a rhythm sometimes work is a lot and sometimes the kids are a lot and sometimes work is chill and sometimes Mm. kids are chill and all together it makes a beautiful song harmonize 
I love I love that you said that and the way you said it too because even harmony I I it's like the the balance when you said that I saw you know the two arms constriction like uh, you know it's tight it's stiff and the harmony I I saw in my mind and there's all kinds of different harmonies and ways to see it but I saw like more of like this flow right this let's say a single single line flow just kind of mm-hmm. um like a wave right there's like a, a wave mm-hmm. it goes like this and like this and then you added so many different dimensions to it with the sound. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh my gosh, like the beautiful symphony of different sounds mm-hmm. and different instruments and different things that come in to create that harmony. I was like, oh yes, like so many additional dimensions because life is not one dimensional, just up and down, you know, it's it's three dimensional, four or five, whatever, 12, how many, however many there are. And there's mm-hmm. so many dimensions to it. And to be in harmony with what is, right? Be, be accepting, be willing to, to play in what is, and then also say, hey, if this isn't filling myself up, what do I want to create instead? What would I choose differently? How would I, how would I create something different? But I, I love that you said um, the, the multiple different sounds. I thought that was, that was super awesome. Yeah, and, and that can be chaotic, too, yeah. to have all that stuff. If mm. it's not in harmony, mm. it can be chaotic. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. So, you know, I mean, I've had other clients, and they're, like, these amazing, talented, creative women, and they're they're doing all of this stuff. And I'm like, well, that's awesome. And what you really want isn't getting all the attention it deserves. Mm. And that was, you know, I think we started in the beginning of letting some of that stuff go and the habits of like, oh, but this is what I do. I do this thing and I do this thing and I have to go dance and then I have to go do this other thing because well, I always have. But you're saying you want this thing. So, you know, so that's where that's chaotic because it's trying to hold on to all those parts instead of just like maybe letting some of them go for now and, and letting the others flow. Mm-hmm. I want to I talk about that, letting go and allowing. Mm-hmm. Tell mm-hmm. us about that, Cambria. What What does letting go and allowing mean for you? Letting go and allowing is trust. Mm-hmm. It's trust. It means that, you know, that you really are so much more invested in the outcome than the method Hmm. right so that's visionary stuff for me so if you're really clear this is where i'm going then how the then the path is going to reveal itself along the way and you just have to trust that you know when you drive down the highway you don't stop at every curve and peek around the corner (laughs) to see if the road keeps going you know Especially you're in a new mountain town. You're like, well, I don't know how Caltrans do it or not. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's you've got to. That's that allowing. It's the the trust that you are capable of getting what you want. Mm. That what you've asked for can be yours, and that the 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 mechanism of that does not have to be in your control. Mm. Allowing the flying spaghetti monster to do their magic because they are infinitely more creative than you are. And when we, and when we, that allowing is, is really a receiving, Mm -hmm. right? It's allowing, allowing such a funny word too, because it's like, I I'm giving you, I'm allowing you to do this, like, like a bestowment, you know, but it's really, it's this receiving of, of how it has to be and, and taking your hands off of what you think it needs to look like. Mm to get there. All you really need to do is be committed to where you want to go and why you want to get there. Mm. And then all that other stuff will find its way. As long as you are being in alignment and being true and checking in and being your greatest possible self at all times. Right. And and making sure that you're topped up in in alignment, you're around people that support you, you're fixing all your fonts and you're, because again, that, that, those mechanisms come from an infinitely creative source mm. and, and magic happens all the time yeah. if you're open to it. But if you think it has to look a certain way, you're not allowing that magic to come through. And it doesn't mean you're not going to get there. It right. just means that it doesn't, it doesn't have to be so hard people. <laughs> I want to talk about um, the other balance. Cause I know we have a lot of spiritual people as well mm-hmm. um, for people who are really good at the allowing and they get to 
I don't, I don't know if control is, is, is the word, but I think that um, some people might fear control. They might feel that that um, takes away their freedom. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll just talk about myself. Like sometimes I have been like, okay, the word control, um, not a big fan of it. But then also there's the, hey, I am in control of myself. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, to try to control emotions, is that good? Is that bad? Like, you know, different things um, have come up around that word control for me. So I think that there might be a lot of sp spiritual people as well who love to allow and love to just manifest and, and, and like pray for things to happen versus like the show up and I'm in control. I'm going to make this happen. I'm going to create this freaking result, um, without being attached, but like the, the action while being unattached, can you just dive into that real quick? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the way I, I play with action because action trumps everything like mm -hmm. action. We can sit and pray and manifest things all the time. And then when they show up, what are you going to do with it? Mm. Right? So there ha there's an action component. So the difference is, I think, for me, is inspired action. Mm -hmm. So you're, you're taking action from an inspired place, from a, a, a spiritually informed place, from a manifestation place. Because, I mean, I know plenty of people who are like, I want to have that thing. Let me, I'll bring it to me, too. So I decided I wanted to work on teams. Um, a year, about a year ago mm -hmm. I said you know I love work doing what I'm doing and I'd love to work on a team and I just like let it go within three months I had five different opportunities wow. but it wasn't that I just sat around and was like hmm the team gonna come I'm just gonna pray for the team and you know like <laughs> are you the team are you the team <laughs> you know? I it's that letting go and so so there is control in that because I'm taking a spiritual stand for what I want. Mm. So the word control, I, we can play with words. I'm, yeah. I get stuck on words too. Sure, sure. But if you're taking a spiritual stand for what you want and you believe that you can have it and you know that you can manifest it, you are. Mm. You're, you're controlling that to some degree. Yeah. And you have to take inspired action. If you ask for something and then you start walking that way, mm you're not actually receiving it. So you, you know, so that's a, that's a misalignment conversation, but it's inspired action. So you ask for the thing, you pray for the thing, you know, you're going to get the thing and then you act as if it's happening. And then all of the choices that come in front of you like are really easy. Mm. Is that going to get me closer to that thing I want? Yes. No. Okay. Action. Is that going to get me closer to the thing I want? Mm. Yes. No action. But it's inspired because you have a vision. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I love, um, what you said earlier about like trusting myself and, um, when I hear the word control, it's like, do I trust myself to control myself? Do I, do I feel like I deserve to control my emotions is what really comes up for me. Like as a, as a fear, why do you have, like, to, why do you have to control your emotions? I think that there's, um, there's, it's like emotions, me, like being Chris, you know, like controlling mm. me. Like, do I feel like I, I trust myself to control me? And I think that there might be a fear there of not mm. being enough or not hitting the result if I take 100% full responsibility and, and own that word control, that there is an aspect of, hey, I do get to control myself. I do get to be the father of myself and protect myself. And I do get to mm. nurture myself and I do get to stand for myself and control, so to speak, what I will and will not tolerate in my life. And like, mm -hmm. I deserve that. Um, mm -hmm. And I trust myself to, to execute that, that judgment, so to speak. Um, and judgment, judgment's another in interesting word. I love words. Uh, <laughs> but like to, to just, um, yeah, to trust, trust myself to make the right decision to, to be enough to, to, um, to handle whatever, whatever actions I take and whatever like consequences are, are from it, you know, cause I think mm -hmm. that there's positive and negative consequences, right? Like the wanted and unwanted consequences in every decision. Um, so yeah, I just, this is interesting. This is... Yeah. And some of the words get bad raps, control, yeah. money, judgment, like yeah. those words, they, 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 because they're in a cultural con, you know, construct or you grew up with a construct around those words and what that meant. Yeah. Um, that's because control to you is going to mean something completely different to somebody else. Sure, sure. Right. And so, yeah, so these words are just, I'm just ask that question and sit with it. What is that word control and why did it 
come in that way to me because I mean, because if you think about a mama duck, she's in control of her babies and she's still gentle and nurturing, right? But she's, those babies are going to be in a line and they're going with her, right? And so she is absolutely in control of that situation and it's a loving, nurturing place. Cameron, this is is blowing my mind wide open in this conversation. (laughs) Like, I love it. I love it. This is um, super, super powerful. We had some comments as well from Emily who said, I needed your words tonight. You are awesome. Thank you. Um, There's just great, great stuff on here. And uh, I want to tell our audience how they can stay connected with you because it's so freaking powerful. How do they contact you? How do they connect (laughs) with you to see if you can transform their life as a coach? Yeah, so um, you can go to my website. It's just cambriaburger.com or on Facebook. I have a a Facebook page and it's Cambria Coaching. And so uh, you'll probably plunk that up at some point. And yeah, and those are two great places to find me. And on my website, you can connect in, and I actually, and I'll do a session with you. I'll give you a sixty-minute session where we'll just kind of—I call it your unleash your awesome session—where <laughs> we really just get to the bottom of how amazing you are and like set that thing up for you. <laughs> you know, let's set that thing up. So let's get that awesome out. Get it, pull that awesome out from that hamster, and do this thing. Mm, <laughs> life is too. Yeah beautiful and and short to be to miss it because you're on some kind of a treadmill right like let's not wait for those moments of bad health or moments of scarcity or moments of just near misses where we have to reevaluate like that can be every moment just remembering how blessed and amazing you are Mm. Mm. (laughs) i just let that land because Cambria, you're such a powerhouse, powerful um, mirror, you're a powerful presence, you're a powerful witness, powerful coach. And uh, thank you. Thank you for who you are and how you stand for people in their life. It is stellar. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's been super fun. And I'm shutting it down, right? You're going your net last hour here. This this is the last hour. You're amazing. You're amazing. <laughs> Thank you. I, I I am just honored to be um to be um with you with with these light workers who I get to just be um you know it's it's the resonance it's the harmony of mm-hmm. of our light of our light just yeah. coming together and creating freaking magic. I love it. I feel it. I I'm just so grateful for this for this purpose that I've been led to. You know, it's it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much, Cambria. Have an amazing freaking night. Everyone go to www.cambriaburger.com and that's C-A-M-B-R-I-A-B-E-R-G-E-R.com. Cambria, your powerhouse. Thank you so much. Thank you, Chris. See you soon, okay? (laughs) From the bottom of my heart, thank you for tuning in. Right now, we've reached the end of this episode But this is the start of a whole new beginning. Each and every moment, you have an opportunity to rewrite your story. Right here, right now, decide and commit who you are going to be. Think about how you will use these ideas, wisdom, and inspiration to make the difference in your life. What actions will you take today and every day to step into your greatest possible self. Again, a big shout out to our sponsor, EmployeeEscapePlan.com. If you're committed to learning how to truly harness your abilities and passions to serve the people who are hungry and desperate for what you have to offer, make a great income off of your genius, or if you're ready to get more clients to pay you more money, head over to www.EmployeeEscapePlan.com plan.com and let Joe know you were sent by Chris. Did you enjoy this episode? Let your friends know about it. Share the website, beyourgps.com and send me some love on social media. If you want to clarify your vision, uncover blind spots, get more energy, tap into your flow and take massive action, head over to beyourgps.com forward slash coaching to schedule some time into my calendar. Now, master yourself, create your reality, and make every day your best day ever.